Welcome to the Manchester United Redcast And may we start this show with an apology I don't know where we've been I don't know where we've been Lost in the ether in the Bermuda Triangle somewhere We haven't been here for a couple of weeks It will not happen again So uh, my name Edward Augustus Matthew Christopher Nesta I do apologise Special guest tonight Dan Riley Where you been? Dan we've been waiting for you We haven't been able to do it for two weeks Because you haven't been here Lost in cyberspace Eddie Just found myself in the matrix Like our our defence We'll talk about that later on. We are here celebrating uh, and commiserating the greatest team on earth, Manchester United. Been an interesting, challenging opening uh, to the season, and that's just not just Rooney, uh, but the team as a whole. We you know look back at some of the games and then look forward. As always, we look forward to your contributions, and I'll tell you, you can find out more about us, what we do, who we support, by going to United Redcast. Dot com. Uh, so let's start, shall we, with the Liverpool game. It's the team we hate most, and it's also the podcast we hate most. Also uh, done here uh, in the dark with lots of funny smells in this office. Uh, we do produce quite a few uh, podcasts here, and that's the one we hate the most. So much so, they keep us away from each other. The hatred is real. How did that feel, mate, that game? Um, oh, well, it was. Uh, it was just relief at the end, because for... I don't know for those for those ten minutes where they were back at two two. I just thought it's it's happening again, letting the lead go, and I th- at one point I thought they were gonna they were gonna be the ones nicking it, but thankfully um, Berbatov was just uh, inspired that day. That second goal, I mean, somebody stopped me in the street and went, "Do you think do you think he meant that? Don't be stupid. Everything about him, balance, poise." Just, I mean, a bit like Nani. These guys, when they get it right, they just scare you. But they're just confidence. He would no way have tried that last season. It's, it's all about. He's, he's on top of his game. He's feeling confident. He tries it, and of course, there is an element of luck to that because you, you, you know, you're, you're going to give it a go. He's given it a go, and, and as they say, fortune favours the brave. So It was well an absolutely gorgeous go. And how much egg have we got on our face? How much humble pie with ice cream have we eaten? Last year, we give Nani a good old kick in. What's he doing there? He comes good. Last year, the guy who we think, sell him. Why did we let him go in favour of Tevez? Why did we keep him in favour of Tevez? And this year, he's been our saviour. It just shows exactly what we know um, over Sir Alex Ferguson, doesn't it, really? Um Everyone was calling for Nani to go, Berbatov to go, as you say. Ferguson kept faith in them. Ferguson knew there was something there. And actually, without Berbatov's performances this season and, and Rooney in the doldrums, we'd, we'd, we wouldn't be you know, one point off Chelsea, which, considering the problems we've had at the back, is incredible. I think we're a few more off there, aren't we? We didn't quite get the victory, so I think I made that three points behind. With three points, you're, you're yeah. Right. I, I mean, we should have been one point behind them if we'd beaten Bolton. We'll get on to that game shortly. But derbies are always uh, difficult. As I say, this is the Manchester United Redcast here uh, with me, good old mate Dan Riley, talking about the team, the games that we've missed. There are lots to catch up on. I'm looking forward to those emails. Lots. There should be lots coming in now. We're back, and we're back to stay for good. And we look forward to your contributions. Another thing about that game at Liverpool, Gerard scores that second goal. 
and runs over to exactly the same camera, exactly the same cameraman, tugging exactly the same badge. And I thought, no, I mean, I remember the full one. I'm actually, uh, uh, so do you. And he ran over there and I said, please don't make it. Please don't make it happen again. But he just didn't have it to kick on, really, did they? Well, he just looked a bit stupid, didn't he? If it had been a winner, you would think, okay, fair enough, but to pull it back to two all and to do that and it's it's really is he's living up to the stevie me nickname isn't it it was all about him it was not grabbing his teammates or dare i say grab the ball out of the back of the net and go back to the center circle it was all about him you say that right but he's just carrying them at the minute isn't he i mean he scored uh this weekend he's again. not carrying them very well uh, they're uh, heading to mid-table obscurity well but that's because they haven't got any money and that's because that's where they belong Oh, it's such yeah. a shame. He- foot on Hang a on, head. Just pass me those tissues. Yeah, absolutely. And he's elbowed, and a, and a Manchester United boy, isn't he? You see him elbowing Welbeck. Yeah, I did. Although you know, from the awful coverage it hardly received in the media, you'd hardly know he'd done it. Well, what is it about match of the day? I mean, I work for the BBC, so I have to be. Ki- well, no, fuck it, I don't. They're shit. How can you have that game on there, knowing what you know? And it's coming for a lot of criticism now. And I, I appreciate if you go to Sky, you're paying your money, so you expect more analyses, and they do it very, very well. Uh, ESPN also, but. Goodness gracious me, what are they doing on Match of the Day? You've got to analyse it. Well, I mean, to be fair to them, I think they did say that they did criticise the referee on that occasion. Um, But in the rest of the media, there was nothing, nothing about this elbow, which had it been um, another player, let's say as someone said, uh, I read somewhere, imagine if that had been Catamol on Torres. You'd have never heard the end of that. And yet... um, Gerard on Welbeck, and it's it's sort of brushed under the carpet. Do you remember many years ago, right? Many years ago, there was a, a bad elbow from Shearer, and I knew he was guilty of it, was the bastard, because he looked back immediately. Now, when I drive my car and I go through a dodgy light, M- the guilt thing is immediately you look up don't you it's, like, it's like when I knock a cyclist over I always look back to check them all right <laughs> oh yeah they haven't damaged your car or anything yes, exactly. like which is much more important in which case I'll just get out and take their cards and I just I just wonder if there's some people who the media are scared of criticising you know when he had a little altercation and he hit the guy in the uh, nightclub because he thought he was going to hit him and I mean he got a nice trial for that and he got off with that I just wonder is the standing England captain at the minute he's done very well for England and I just wonder if there are some people who just don't get criticised like everybody well, else he, well I mean I don't think he does I mean I think he got he got off you know he got off with the with the assault I mean he was he was not guilty. So he was found not guilty. He was found not guilty. Absolutely didn't do anything. Um, but the um, his his he he does seem exempt from criticism. Um, he's he was exempt from criticism when he was flirting with Chelsea. He he's one of these players that I think also is living a little bit on past performances. I I I, I still think he's um, he's not performed well enough for England. Why England was not built around skulls as opposed to him is uh, a mystery for me. And I think, you know, he'll end up at the end of his career with a Champions League medal and not much else. It's not bad, though, is it? One Champions League medal. Oh, you said that. What did Shearer get? Uh, He got a league championship medal. More important than a Champions League medal? I think a league champion. I think definitely. Really? Yes. A a, a league, a, a championship medal 
is worth more than a European Cup winner's medal. It's a cup. At the end of the day, it's a cup. And so it's not, it does not, for me, show you've been achieved as much you know, over a consistent period of time as you have with a league championship Marcin Wenger. Mr Ferguson. Mm. Sir Ferguson. Which do you think they'd prefer this year? Um, I think Ferguson wants the league. I think he wants to get one ahead of Liverpool. I want you to uh, send us your emails. Uh, we're at the Manchester United, oh, excuse me, the UnitedRedcast.com. Send your emails. Uh, a few disagreements, discussions, negotiations going on with your old, your old mate. And I want to know what you think. Which trophy would you prefer Manchester United to win this year? Is it the Premiership or is it the Champions League? And what do you think of Gerrard? I mean, look, he ran over to that badge, kissed the camera, and his team lost. That felt absolutely fantastic. Having said that, uh, if we move forward to the game against Bolton, we do have a problem with our defence. Uh, Ferdinand, uh, of course, played, didn't he, against Scunthorpe, played a full 90 minutes. Yeah. Ten, ten changes there. Great performance. I think he had to get back to Twittering. Um, after the uh, Scunthorpe game he, he hadn't tweeted something for over 90 minutes and uh, if you follow Rio you notice that his, uh, his, his, his back is not the only thing in danger at the moment it's his thumbs well yeah well, and there are, there are all sorts of things that you can't do without thumbs I know that you know all about I know you know all about that but here, oh, try and work, I was, that, try and that, work that, it out that was never proven Eddie, <laughs> you know that but here's the thing he's the England captain He's the top earner at Manchester United. Do you think Sir Alex is right? Play him in gently because he's broken down many times before. Because it could be the end of his top-class performances, couldn't it? I, I think there's too, there's too many niggly things happening with Rio. I'm, I'm seriously, seriously worried about him. Unfortunately, I think we're seeing the end of his career. Because we, I saw a stat the other day. It's something like he's played four no nine games out of the last 50 now if he was if he was just out and wasn't coming back I wouldn't be so concerned but he's kind of coming back and then he's coming out and it's he's getting kind of ledleyitis I think where that thing where he comes back and they play him for a game and I think it might get into that and I, but I don't think that's good for a team I think you have to have a solid back four it's no good sort of one week Vidic is partnering Rio and the next week he's partnering Evans um, ov obviously, Rio is. Well, he hasn't. Let, 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 let's be clear. You, you may be right with all your other. Points. But he came into Scunthorpe. He, he hasn't played Scunthorpe. a minute of Premiership football this year. No, and that's. But Eddie, he then plays against Scunthorpe and then misses yeah, he, the Bolton game. Yeah, but he didn't play against Scunthorpe alongside Vidic. So it was a whole new. I mean, we had Brown in there, didn't we? No, for sure. We had Smalling in there. But let me make my point then. The. If he's if he's coming in for one game, i.e. Scunthorpe, and he's not played since uh, the summer, why is he then not playing against Bolton? What's what was what what was that about? I I think it's 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 worrying. That's all. That's all I'm saying. It may well be worrying, and I, indeed, it's another one of those subjects I'd love people to email in and and, and talk to us about. But th there may be another school of thought that says we've rushed him back. We need to ease him back. We need to get him up to speed. We need to make sure that he's right before we put him in. We lost the whole of our defence last year, uh, mm. so much so that you had Fletcher and Carrick playing, you know, central of defence. Uh, this year we're overrun with people. Brown hasn't managed to get a game in the Premiership. Mm. Smalling's been in it. 
And I don't know because the number of goals that we've conceded this year, certainly more than any other year, I think, since 2001. And I just want... I don't mean to criticise anybody. You know, Johnny Evans is there playing alongside Vidic. But do you think Sir Alex was right to take the captaincy away from Rio and give it to Vidic? Well, I think um, to back ref a little bit of what I said before I, I think that that's another sign that if he's taking Rio's if he's taking the captaincy off Rio is that is he worried about Rio's long term fitness and does he need to give that captaincy to the player that he knows is going to be there every week i.e. Vidic um, that for me it, it's a decision he had to make it, you don't want to get into that situation where your your captain is never playing and I think that's what Ferguson well, I mean had to Tottenham do. had it didn't they because Tottenham, Tottenham had it and it, I don't think it and then Dawson came and it, it's, it, it's got to be difficult you want your captain on the pitch absolutely and and you need to know who is in control of that team and who's who's you know who's barking the orders and maybe a bit of that last you know there was a bit of sort of um pass the parcel with the armband last season I remember certain games it would gigs, be gigs certain games it would be Neville and I think Ferguson's gone right that's it no it's 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 Fidditch. I think there might also be an element of a bit of love for Vidic because obviously there was lots of talk it, about him, going. Him, him going. I thought he might be going. And it might be that thing of, you know, it's harder to leave a club if you've got the armband. So, um, I mean, I'm happy to see Vidic get it. I'm to Why go, are we leaking goals then? I think, to be honest, I think it's a... We've had, a, we've had three quite tough um, away games where, where the goals have been leaked. We've got... We had Fulham away, which is always a hard game. Um, Everton away, very tough game. And um, Bolton. Bolton. They are the masters of the aerial bombardment. And I, I think with as far as Evans is concerned, I think Evans has kind of been a little bit caught cold. It's like he's not realised, hang on, mate, the season started and they're going to be firing those balls in high and heavy and, and a, a sort of um, a consistent um, level. Um, and I think that a couple of times he's just allowed himself to get bullied out of the, you know, off the ball. He's let players get in front of him where in the middle of the season, once once the sort of rhythm of and, and we get into the sort of mom- the momentum gets going, I think he'll be all right. I hope he doesn't. Um, I hope he doesn't drop um, drop Evans and I hope he keeps faith with him. But. I'm encouraged by the performances of Smalling as well. I think Smalling in it works in, in progress. few games, well, but in the few games I've seen him already, Eddie, he looks like a real talent. And what I like about him is he's quick and he's got a eye for goal. That goal against um, the goal he scored against Scunthorpe was a really neat finish. And you know what? We've we've kind of lacked a few. Uh, we've lacked a few goals from the back when Vidic isn't um, on the end of the. Uh, the corners um, you know we need, we'd be good to have someone else in there and um, aerial threat of corners although the corners we put in on Sunday um, Nanny's every other part of his game's fantastic but Nanny please just keep practicing the corners son yeah I mean he is one of those just amazing I mean the goal he scored was just brilliant I mean it reminded me of Tevez's goal yes. you know, uh, against Chelsea just a gorgeous gorgeous goal but then he's so likely to do something that makes you go oh for fuck's sake but but you know what I'd, I'd I'd rather have that I'd rather have that sort of player that you that you know when he picks the ball up will create something and that's what Nanny does and if it means that he's gonna he's gonna lose the ball you know three or four times or put in a bad cross that's fine because so far I think he's got six assists and 
I mean, fantastic. And a few and a few goals. But my, my point is, and and you know, we haven't talked about it yet. But moving on to Scunthorpe, he's got the very last kick of the game. He's got to put a cross in into the area. Give us a chance, and he hits the first defender. Yeah, it's it's infuriating. I know it's it's it is infuriating. But I mean, it's funny. I, I've had this conversation with friends and. I'm amazed at how many, not just not just at United with Nani, but how many footballers in in the Premier League will hit the first defender with free kicks, corners. You think all you do all day is play football? Surely you know you can do this. But elementary mistakes, you know, we're all human; they make them. And um, I think I think it's very very it'd be very churlish of us to criticise Nani right now. Oh no no no! I mean, he's he's, he's really he's, he's yeah. been part yeah, of yeah. part of our. Uh, Part of the reason we're we're still up there and we're still in touch with Chelsea, which considering the defence, you know, is 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 a silver lining. Nevertheless, there are and have been criticisms of him in other parts of the media, uh, most notably because of his play acting. I mean, he's way up there with the drug bar, falling over, holding his Can't face. Stand it. Well, it, it's not something that we see. Certainly, Valencia doesn't do it. And uh, you know, I know Valencia sadly is injured, but they were vying for the same position. And we, we he's just let's get on with business. Mm. This guy's no showbiz, just action. It, it's not something that I'm used to seeing at, at Manchester United. Really, I remember. A few years ago, I was at a Charlton United Charlton game away, and it was Ronaldo's first season, and he um, dived. It's a Portuguese thing, is it? He dived, and Roy Keane went up to him and told him, in no uncertain terms, "Don't do that." And you know, it was. I think that it needs someone. It, someone there needs to tell him, "Look, you're making yourself look a bit stupid with this, and you don't need to do it." It's 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 one thing. It's one thing being fouled and. You know, making sure you get the foul. It's another thing pretending you've been, you know, smacked in the face and the kind of the looking for blood thing that goes on. I mean, he did a terrible one with the body check. Body checked by, you know, muscular Christian Paulson. <laughs> I, I mean, saw it. I saw it, it was, was just ridiculous. Just silly, wasn't it? And I always, when I watch these these things happen, I just think to myself, do they not get embarrassed when they see it back? You know, they, they kind of give it, you know, he, he likes to go give it to the other players sometimes, Nanny, doesn't he? And give it a bit of the big yeah, I am. And, and then he does that stuff. Yeah, the worst person for doing that is Drogba, though. I mean, Drogba well, can hold, I think he's hold a whole bloody team off. But you know what? I think he's stopped. I think he's, he's, he seems to have stopped it. He seems to have realised, I mean, quite late, because he's, you know, Drogba's sort of 33, but he does seem to have realised that he wasted so much energy doing that. Um, and, and now he's put that put that beside him and, and I, it was interesting he said that he felt he was the fittest or the first time he's been properly fit in six seasons Drogba when he started this season and he, I mean to be fair if they had a if you had a player of the year award now he'd be he'd be right up there him and Berbatov I think have been the standout players you say that and, and a couple of things that were weird for me I mean I'm sad I look at matches and try and get an overall thing that, that you had the two top scorers from last year both being substituted this weekend Drogba substituted when they are a goal down I don't know that I've ever seen that in my whole life you know in terms of Drogba because he's such an inspirational powerful magnificent specimen uh, that you kind of think you leave him on the pitch and uh, you know the elephant in the room and we avoided it for 20 minutes and well done for doing it mate Uh, Rooney substitute what's going on there certainly Kevin Keegan has said 
and I think it sounded horrible, but I think Kevin Keegan is right. You invite them into your life, take pictures of your baby, sell your wedding, uh, all these endorsements, and all of a sudden you, you, you say you don't want them in your life and you want your privacy. It's difficult, isn't it? Uh, but so Alex coming out and saying, he can't even go to the bloody shop. They are just outside his house. Going I mean, for his rubbish. I think, I think sometimes Ferguson... You know, Ferguson says things that that are in in you know meant to try and protect his his players, but they just they just sound silly. And I mean, to 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 have a go at the press for you know for trying to take pictures of Wayne Rooney is 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 a, just a, a little bit silly, really. Cause, Do you feel any sympathy at all for Wayne Rooney? Uh, not really, considering what he's done. I don't think it's I don't think it's a particularly nice thing he's done to his missus I'm not going to get on the moral high ground but it sounds like you are well, you never done anything wrong you never got pissed and thought to yourself I'll have a you know a try or have you not got the ground that it would take to do it uh, <laughs> lots of thinking before an answer guilty. comes forward no but, I, but seriously though I mean I think you know he, he's he's brought it upon himself he has he has um, danced with the devil, not just in terms of uh, this twelve hundred pound a night hooker, but with the media. He's, 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 you know, he's, he's, he's signed that pact, if you like. But to would get you back, sell your wedding? Uh, I don't. I don't think anyone would want to buy it. But um, it's it's to, to let's let's bring it to the pitch because I don't think it's yeah, just. But all of these affect the. I know what you're saying, but I think but it's all more, of these affect the. Pitch. Of course they do, and and that's why I don't like to see him in the papers having um, had affairs with a with a prostitute because you, you've got to you've got to think if he's doing this, if he's doing this, um, uh, having this affair and and getting up to this thing, it's it's just something that he's hiding from his wife. It's something he's hiding from other people in his life. It's another thing that goes on his brain. When players are happy, when they're contented, when they're settled at home, they invariably do what the about business. What that twenty-three, twenty-four-year-old athletes at the peak of their powers, earning eighty thousand pounds a week, should get married to a nice uh, girl who probably hasn't had too many partners and can't give you the kind of sex that the girls at Whiskey Misk or wherever it might be? You want good old dirty, nasty sex, and that's where they're going to get it from a prosy. If, if it was your missus, would she be? Happier that you'd paid for it as opposed to having a relationship well, with somebody. I've got I've got a theory on this anyway. I'm 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 sceptical as to how much of a prostitute this girl really was. I think it was she knows that if she's a prostitute to Wayne Rooney, Wayne Rooney's more inclined to get involved thinking that the the fact that she's a professional will buy an element of silence. I, I'm, I'm not. I'm, I'm not buying that she's a real prostitute. I think it was a whole thing to get Wayne Rooney sell the story. She's been talked about of going on. I'm a celebrity now. It's it's your it's your it's your surefire way to your five minutes of fame. Earn your you know million quid or however much it is. I'm I'm not I'm not, I, I think totally it's I totally disagree. It's really interesting, and I love for people to get involved. I'm not just uh, flagging this. I totally dis- do. You remember? You're probably old enough to remember a woman called Vicky Hodge. Vicky Hodge slept with Prince Andrew and then went to the newspapers. Do you remember her? You know, it, I mean, we are going back twenty twenty five years here now. Might be just before my time. We, 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 <laughs> you bastard! You had to get there, didn't you? But here's the gig. Here's the gig. This woman has gone to 
Casino 235, stayed at the Lowry Hotel, hangs out in Rio's restaurant, goes to the players' bars, all the nightclubs in there. Her parents don't know. Most of her friends, one imagines, don't know. Let's let's do that one by one. She will no longer be welcome in said uh, at restaurant owned by Rio Ferdinand. She won't be able to go to Manchester United parties anymore. She can't go to the casino anymore because they won't have her. They'll spot her as she tries to go into the Lowry Hotel. Her mum and dad now know that she sells her body for a living. The whole social circle that she has is completely destroyed. So for this 30 or 40 grand that she got for telling the story, I think her life's fucked too. But she's but she's 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 the one that's decided to make that decision. Do you think that people know the implications of what they do? In the same way that we could argue that Wayne Rooney doesn't understand what he's doing, that it's got to come out and Michael Owen will look at him with disgust uh, as I, he takes her down to the toilet. Uh, uh. I think I honestly think Eddie that they these these people they look at uh, they look at other people take take the girl that went on Celebrity Big Brother the one that they put in and pretended she was a celebrity and she wasn't yeah Chantel 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 has earned upwards of a million pounds yeah she's I think that that these people see that if you can get in the papers if you can become famous you can make a lot of money. I suppose you're right. Faria Alam, I think she was famous for sleeping uh, with Sven Goran Eriksson. And interesting enough, because one of the big stories in the newspapers this week is about the $16 million lawsuit that the Beckhams are handing out. And we need to be very, very careful now, because we know that family is incredibly litigious. Sorry, I don't know what you're talking about. Exactly. But they didn't sue Rebecca Luce. Why do you think that is? I think there was uh, an acknowledgement, wasn't there? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you get us all in trouble. But Rebecca Lewis was 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 uh, was was a lovely girl, wasn't she? She was. So is Abby Titmus. Oh, I've got seen her. Seen her videos? No. Oh, lovely. No, I've got a soft spot for Abby. Well, it's, it's sometimes it's soft. Sometimes it's soft. Hey. Uh, well done. You got that. Uh, let's go back to the football, shall we? Before we get, how can you can you get sacked for something you don't get paid for? <laughs> Valencia It's a very good question They're doing incredibly well I'll find uh, out in the morning Yeah we will uh, No Rooney No skulls going On the no, uh, plane No no. It's going to be interesting no. Isn't it Challenging um, I think it will be Because they are um, They are Top of the league At the moment Valencia um, I noticed they've got Old Joaquin A blast from the past Not Joaquin Phoenix But Joaquin Do you remember him No yeah, good, good, good winger. Played um, was very good for Spain in two thousand and two. Do you remember when the famous um, South Korea game when the ball was not oh, gone ball- over the line yeah. and they he was the winger. He was he's a tricky player. And I watched a bit of them the other night against Atletico. Dangerous team, dangerous team. It'll be a tough one. And what with the draw against Rangers, there's a little bit of little bit of pressure on that yeah the 10, 10 changes for that game uh, or oh, really we should have put our foot on their their heads we can hold them to at least a draw though surely I, I honestly I think that I think um, in Europe um, anything anything can happen you know it's like we might go we might I think we'll go back to a 4-5-1 um, I'd like to see Berbatov and Owen play together but I think he'll go he'll go five in midfield and uh, we'll see I mean it'll be you know it'll be interesting to see how Rio gets on because Rio's down to play and hopefully he can come through it and then hopefully I'm wrong and he can play again on uh, Saturday I just I've always felt I mean I've felt for the last two or three years that the strongest squad in the Premiership has been Chelsea mm. but this year our squad is awesome isn't it I think midfield it's it's midfield worries me Eddie if Skulls is injured 
Um, I think we we you we're got relying. Anderson. Didn't you see Anderson come back the other day? Yeah, mm, jury's out for me. Jury's, really? Yeah, I I think he's. I think he came out. He he burst on with some really good performances, but I think he looks still looks overweight to me, and I think he's still got a lot to prove. For me, I think the player that could really make us tick if he comes back to the way he was playing two seasons ago is uh, Carrick well he's the one I mean lots and lots of speculation about him going out in January he just hasn't I hope figured, not I he hope hasn't not figured because, at all because you know I think that with the, I don't think Scholes isn't going to be able to do the season he's going to he's going to you know he's going to tire or he's going to there's going to be an injury at some point and for me you know, Carrick's, Carrick's, Carrick's the man to come in. I, I, I hope I like Carrick. I think you know he gets a lot of stick unnecessarily. I think he's a fantastic player. He was great at Spurs, and he's you know he's been great for us. Prediction against Valencia? Uh, I'm going to go for goals. Uh, I'm going to go for two all. Manchester United will win three one. Oh, that's good to know. Thanks. Well, I don't know. I like writing these things down. One of the things that somebody called me and said the other day: sometimes you guys make your predictions, and we don't ever get a chance to tease you about whether you get them wrong. Uh, so there you go. Who's Two scoring? Or, well, Burbs is going to score. Burbs, yeah. and, and, and so will Nani. Uh, I mean, uh, playing safe here, aren't I? <laughs> Those are the two guys who scored most of the goals. How do you feel about Owen scoring the other day? Uh, well, I mean, you, you just—it's—it's funny. He's so rarely on the pitch that. You kind of forget him. Yeah, but he scored he against Scunthorpe. On, he comes and he scored on against and Bond. he scores. And it, it's, he, it, I think he's got to give him a few more games because he just, he just, he's got it, hasn't it? It's just that thing where it, you might not have the pace, you might not have the all-round ability, but yet you just you're able to find the back of the net there was a guy like that uh, called Sheringham remember the guy who could read a game and, and and I think that that's what we have to say about I mean he's a fox in the box but he can definitely one imagines now read a game he hasn't got that electrifying pace that he no. used to have I mean I think up front our options are great I really do I think up front and at the back even without even even if Rio were to be injured I still think Ferdinand uh, uh, sorry, um, Smalling, Evans, Brown are all really good options. My worry is that I think creativity in the middle of midfield is my worry, because Anderson, um, Fletcher, uh, Park, they just there's not there's not that much creativity. The creativity we're looking at is skulls. Yeah, um, at the minute I think Fletcher's having a, a, a tough time. Before we quickly talk about the uh, uh, next league game, which is against Sunderland, who've had an interesting time. And goodness knows, you know, my mum always says to me, you know, what you give out, you'll come back. Karma <laughs> is a wonderful thing. Uh, they're complaining about that decision against Liverpool, but wasn't it last year when we had the beach ball? They threw it on themselves. The the, the, the beach ball came from the Liverpool fans. Yeah, but, but so I don't know how that's karmic, Eddie. I'm sorry, but. Well, because, be, well, because Liverpool were unlucky. I mean, it's a, a beach ball up there. Yeah. A guy uh, who, who lives in Croxton throws a, a beach ball down. Doesn't have anything to do with the guys on the pitch. And this time, the back pass or goal, giving I, it to the goalkeeper, I, or whatever I, it was. I, I don't know what I don't know what to make of that thing because oh, I, extraordinary. It's it's one of those ones where I. I I look at it one one time and I think, oh, he's meant to do it. Then I look at it another time and I think, no, he didn't. I think I, I feel a bit sorry for that ref 
because he's turned his back. He's been set up by the assistants because they've got to look after him. They've got to help. Everybody has turned. The guy's turned his back who's played it back. Uh, yeah. He's turned his. Everybody's looked away. It's just. Really, it's. The linesman should be looking at that. I think. Sorry, assistant referee. Assistant referee. Showing your rage there, mate. Uh, quick uh, couple of emails. Hi, guys. What a game it was. Burbs was terrific yesterday. Uh, this is how late we are. <laughs> yes. Uh, how Related emails was taking the Scousers apart just by on his own uh, but finally I think we're getting uh, so good at the moment his style of play has not changed so far and he's still the same classy player but now he's scoring goals more often than before and doing it for Rooney instead that's why he now plays ahead of Rooney uh, Rooney's just behind him uh, it could be uh, frustrating for Waza uh, but sure he has now got time to go and people appreciating Burbs more and more uh, now Congratulations to Berbatov. Uh, another great problem is annoying me, though, says Nathan. Uh, what should we do about our wingers? Uh, you know, we, we've got uh, uh, Valencia out until February or maybe uh, out for the whole season. Giggsy is not as young as he used to be. Park, in my opinion, is not a good winger. He's brilliant and amazing because of his highly rated work rate, but his ability to knock out the playmaker uh, is not great. So I would like to see him as an offensive midfielder uh, and uh, also should SAF bring back cleverly in January from Wigan or should we buy a new winger what's your thought on that um, well there's Obertan is is the one that's really not been given uh, enough of a well he played against me. Scunthorpe didn't he yeah didn't really tear up any trees um, the I'll I tell you what I, I, I kind of was interested in Bebe because he's the, he's the signing who's just it's just it's, weird uh, it, we haven't talked about it but it is no. fantastic I, I'm just tingling with anticipation because he didn't see him did he Sir Alex no. and he's well, he's been on the bench a lot which uh, and it's a lot better than the bench he was on when he was uh, he's a down and out in uh, Portugal <laughs> I think he's a good player the little bit that I I've mean people have been making a big issue of his signing haven't they yeah <laughs> Gutted with the start to the season so far, guys. Not good enough. Chelsea are uh, spanking everybody with their path again. Oh, we're uh, at, we're uh, at, no, no, at, actually, they're of, not. We're out they're of, not yeah, but, yeah, but no, 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 no. My, Michael sent this before they were beaten by but, Man City. But, but I'll tell you what. I'll pick Michael up on that. Everyone was. Everyone had handed Chelsea the Premier League, and they played very, very, very average opposition up until that point. First hard game. First hard game, and they lose, and did not look convincing at all. I think it's going to be a lot, a lot. It'd be like last year: seven games we lost and one point off the league. It'd be a lot of a lot of um, points being taken off teams. There's, I'd say, there's eight or nine tough, tough away games in the Premier League now for 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 the likes of Chelsea, Arsenal, United. It is going to be interesting, isn't it? And just a mention for uh, Aston Villa. Uh, Julier's come back and he's got the big fella scoring goals, isn't it? Um, Emil Heskey scoring goals. <laughs> he scored Yay! again. He scored again. We just have to wait. We're, we're 2014 when he gets his next one. <laughs> now, come on, Ed, let's have a chat about the coming up game, uh, the uh, upcoming game, excuse me. Uh, Sunderland. Our first three o'clock on a Saturday kickoff, I think. Incredible. We've got to win now, haven't we? I mean, you know, and they were really good. They were really, really good. I found them good against Arsenal. They got that uh, equaliser, I think, from Ben I, in I the think, fifth minute um, of overtime. I think, um, I think Steve Bruce is proving to be a very, 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 very decent Premier League manager. Um, 
they're hard they're hard they're, they're a tough they're, it's a tough place to go they're a tough team uh, Welbeck can't play obviously because um, he, we've loaned him so that might upset them a little bit up front but um, I think they'll probably go with five midfield um, and play Bent on his own so it could be a bit of a attritional battle I think first 60 minutes will be tough uh, mm. but I expect we'll break them down with creativity it, it's it's one of those games that if you that you go and if you say you know if I say to you have a point you'll probably go yeah alright then but a win therefore is a very good result I'm hoping that we'll do a 1-0 there mate well it's let's, let's just hope that everyone um, comes through tomorrow injury free um, and that we don't have to um you know, put a patched up eleven out against the uh, the Black Cats. Okay, so uh, are you predicting a victory, by the way, against Sunderland? Um, Sunderland, I don't know. If you look at our, our current form, you'd say it probably end up four all, wouldn't you? <laughs> but um, wouldn't be a bad game, would it? I'm going to I'm going to take your I'm going to take your scoreline, Eddie, from the Valencia game, and I'm going to say uh, three one three one. Yes. Be good. Let me give you some of the uh, facts of what we're doing. This is the uh, United Redcast. You can join our Facebook group uh, this week or month because we've been away for so long. Kev Brown, Chris Smith, Mark Potter and Kit Tennant. Flowers, amongst others, have uh, started following us on Twitter. You can follow us at twitter.com slash Redcast. Get the iPhone app. I've got it. It is fantastic. Uh, certainly listen to the tube. I'll start laughing at things that you say, mate, and people think I'm crazy on the tube. Uh, it's at bit.ly slash app uh, and also to tell you that we will be here next week we will be covering the games we won't be f- away for so long again and we do look forward to your emails uh, but for right now we're looking forward to that game against Valencia tomorrow and it's just left for me to say thank you to you and come on you reds this is a playback media production Get all the associated links for this podcast at unitedredcast.com. If you'd like to sponsor or advertise on this podcast, please call our marketing partners Sports Revolution on 0207 580 2850 or drop them a line at info at